Life is only possible in Crane due to a 7,000 foot deep crusted over lava flow. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about the Amishites. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel, and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate link. I am referencing DLR1 accessory, Otherlands, by Herring, Benny, and Terra for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. Karain is a vibrant underworld, which contains many intelligent races living in a complex civilization in five distinct kingdoms, which can all be found between 2,000 and 3,400 feet below the surface. Today we're going to talk about Karain's own Underdark, and specifically the Amishites, a kingdom of people who dwell within. But in order to know the people, one must understand life in Karain. At 2,000 feet below the surface of the planet, time constructs like night and day, seasons, and even temperature variations are near non-existent. Humidity is high, as are the temperatures, the deeper you go. The kingdoms all live in the comfortable area where the temperatures are traditionally between 45 to 65 degrees, depending on proximity to the many steam vents located throughout the crack. Because of the steam vents, wind can be very dramatic, but it is consistent, so if one wishes to avoid it, they can easily do so. The Amishites were first brought to Crane by their leader, Amash. They first believed that they were the only sentient beings within the crack until they met the Kendar, an ancient offshoot of the surface's Kender. They are a peaceful, non-aggressive group with no real desire to expand their territory. Then, as the Amishites delved deeper into the natural caverns, expanding their territory, they discovered the Thiwar, who came from other delvings in Kryn. They were covetous and possessive, expanding their territory as the Amishites had. For the most part, this was a non-aggressive existence for the Three Kingdoms. And then, the Great Rift occurred. This was the cataclysm on the surface of Kryn. The cataclysm transformed the surface of Kryn on both Talidas and Ancelon, but it affected Karain as well, though arguably not as severely. Thousands, however, did die in collapsed tunnels and massive earthquakes. Commonly used tunnels were lost, but some new ones were opened. The Amishites believed that the Great Rift was because they turned away from their gods, so they rededicated themselves to the old rituals and beliefs Amesh brought with him from Ancelon. Others refused to follow the beliefs of those who scorned them and became known as the Yalu, or Seekers, in the native tongue. Though there was a third offshoot called the Vodar, who tried to bridge the gap between these two factions of the Amishites and Yalu, they were wildly unsuccessful. Their differences led to violence and bloodshed. This war would go on for some 300 years until an uneasy truce was formed. Their animosity has become cultural with its origins forgotten to time. The Amishites believe themselves to be the true followers of their shared ancestor, Amesh. They are on a holy crusade to return the fallen tribes to Amesh's path, or root them out of Karain entirely. They are pale-skinned, with sensitive, large eyes. They're no taller than 5 feet 9 inches and traditionally have dark hair. 
They control nearly all of the inhabited levels to 2,600 feet and have open borders with the Kendar, though their shared borders with the Vodar are heavily guarded on both sides. The Amishites live in a religious theocracy, worshipping Paladine, though he is known as Parthenu, the first singer in Karain. Their founder, Amish, is treated as a sort of demigod in the government. Their entire culture is based around song. Songs to celebrate their god, songs to run the government, and to engage in war. Though you would expect the Amishites to be entirely good as a culture because of their patron deity, you would be wrong. After 700 years of isolation, the cataclysm, and 300 years of civil war, the Amishites have grown twisted in their perceptions of good. For example, they treat each other with generosity and respect, but their dealings with the other kingdoms are dramatically worse. The Amishites are paranoid and distrustful of anyone different. They treat none with more contempt than the Yalu, and the Amishites are the primary aggressors. Life in Karain is incredibly difficult, and any culture strong enough to thrive focuses on the basics of survival, with food cultivation being of primary importance. There is an incredible natural variety of fungi that grows in Karain and makes up for the bulk of food consumption. More strains have been engineered by its inhabitants, with some having near-magical effects on those who consume them. This diet is supplemented with fresh meat from a small, scrawny animal known as Funnos, not entirely unlike the weasel. They are raised primarily for their hides, but a talented chef can make their naturally distasteful meat delicious. The extremely rare hunting party or attacking monster may provide different meat for the table, but these are rare in the kingdom's borders. The religious society of the Amishites encourages well-disciplined and ordered people. From childhood, they are taught to obey without question, though the government imposes very few duties upon its citizens. A fair share of work, military service in times of need, and attendance at church are really all that's requested. Other societal norms are held by peer pressure, and the peer pressure can be seen as very puritanical to a Western society like ours that focuses on individuality. If found straying, the call of returning to the Song of Parthenu will be heard, and if you do not conform, you will be completely shunned. Because the society is run rather like a gigantic commune, there is no money or personal property. Perhaps a special piece of jewelry or a weapon would be the whole of treasures an individual might own. Arcane and divine magic have been blurred over the centuries. The vast majority of the priests of Parthenu are actually mages, as the people have strayed so far from the actual teachings of Paladine. So when a magical spell is cast, it's referred to as Parthenu's will. Most of the mages never exceed third level. The handful of actual priests aren't even in the church itself, preferring to act as conductors, farmers, or craftsmen. And that is all the time I have to talk about the Amishites. I hope you enjoyed the information. What do you think about Amishite society? Should Paladine step in to correct those using his name incorrectly? And finally, what do you think of Kryn's Underdark, Karain? Leave a comment below. I would like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember, we should be fighting dragons, not each other.